that I sent you were called dugout mugs. Yeah, dugout mugs. Well, first of all, like the image that I was, I I don't remember if I saw it or somebody sent it to me, is so small. It looks like it looks like a I'm replying to you like in the in my message to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but just the image of somebody like peering, pouring a beer bottle into the top of a bat is very funny. <laughs> of a baseball bat. These are these are MLB dugout mugs. Dugout mugs for the real baseball <laughs> fans. Uh, and the quote is, baseball fans love these mugs. Quote, Lisa A. from St. Louis, Missouri. But I love that specifically it's a Cubs mug. Uh, uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, base, all baseball fans are loving these Cubs mugs. Yeah, um, I like how they had to put a quote from Lisa from St. Louis. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have been convinced I mean, that like, baseball fans mm, actually love. I don't know. I don't know if baseball fans really like this stuff. Yeah. Um, no, well, I was, St. Louis is like baseball town, USA. So if someone from St. Louis says baseball fans love it, they know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's like, isn't it like the the ja- the blues city or the jazz city or whatever? You know what I'm saying? The yeah, home? something like that. Yeah, because the the because of the St. Louis blues or something. St. Louis Arch. Yeah, the arch. You know, nothing better than a little bit of St. Louis in your in your day to day lifestyle. Um, yeah, I always take I always take about five minutes out of every day just to think about St. Louis. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, no, I uh, this. So here's the thing: my air conditioner still broke. Right? It sucks. Could, Fuck. Do you know how to fucking fix this shit? Because I don't. I think um, you just take a wrench and you start screwing going some going away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know Start if they're banging on it. I don't know if that's gonna fix my e- evaporation coil, which is maybe it's a software update. Yeah, I gotta I gotta install the new firmware. I was like I was playing uh, I was playing some stupid game called like Crunker last night with Patrick and Cam, and uh-huh. uh, Patrick's like Jewel wasn't charging, so I told him that he needed to uh, to download the the newest Jewel firmware update. So. What's up with firm? Why is it software, hardware, and firmware? What the hell is that? So like, I mean, do you want a real answer? Because <laughs> I can. Well, like, isn't firm just the same as hard? Well, it's like it's in between hard and soft, you know. So oh. it's like it, it's like the interface in between the software and the hardware, right? It's like a firm mattress. Mm-hmm. Like mattress firm. Shout out to our sponsors at mattress firm. Yeah, a huge shout out to our sponsors at mattress firms. They Use got the a code one star. Get you'll get a free mattress. Well, yeah, they also got a huge. Um, fourth of july day sale going on right now that's my favorite holiday is fourth of july day and yeah. uh basically right now you can get a california king bed for like 80 dollars plus tax obviously um but the thing is it's made out of nails but you can get it even made out of even less nails if you use code one star at checkout yep i liked when there used to be those two um mattress firms in lincoln on the same street that were like they were like a tenth of a mile from each other was that over by that walmart on 27th street no it was on o street there was one at like 66th street and there was one at like 56th street. <laughs> <laughs> weren't they both yeah they were both mattress firms they were both mattress firm <laughs> stores and they both and for a long time they both had like some of the letters in their name was like were like burnt out yeah. for a long time that's just a little bit of local humor, folks. I, yeah. But it's not as as good as the fucking the two Casey's that were literally right across the street from each other. Yeah. What happened with that? Uh, one of them went out of. No, I think they're still both in business. I'm looking at it right now. It's 70th and half lock. Uh, two gas stations. The same company owns both of them. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that little bit of. There might be a record. Do you think there's any inter- any intersection that has three of the same business, like <laughs> on it? Probably not, dude. I think the what you what you want to look for is an intersection with four of the same business. Yeah, that'd be powerful. There's like a McDonald's on all four corners. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're like you go to one McDonald's and you're like, no, let's not go to that McDonald's. Let's go to the good one. And you go across the street. Yeah. yeah, or it could be like one of those Chicago like six way intersections, and they they have one on all six corners. Oh my god! Like tr- like a little like triangular McDonald's's. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be really cool. It's like a big slice of pizza, but every yeah, slice yeah. Well, of pizza. Well, maybe it should be Pizza Hut then. <laughs> that would be interesting. Six but, six pizza hut six pizza shaped pizza huts at the same intersection. Yeah, but you'd have to go like. Each one only serves one topping, so you'd have to go to like a different one for a different <laughs> topping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, so like my my shit sucks out here. Um, I'm running the air conditioner because I guess it still works. It just leaks water. So mm. um, so yeah, uh, once we're done, I'm probably going to have to turn hey, it off. Hey, free water. Hey, I'm free water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, free water that's been like condensated on my copper pipes. It sounds great. Uh yeah, no, I had to like like clean it up with towels and then I like have to hang the towel up and it like drips into a bucket and then the water in the bucket is like tinted yellow. It's really it's awesome. Oh, kind of like something else. Yeah. So it kind of looks like, uh, you know, that that thing that comes out of your thing, you know, what lemonade? No, it's uh, metaphorically. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. We're all about metaphors here on the one star podcast. Uh, what was that? Um, what was that? Remember that? Uh... Oh, yeah. You ever do that prank where you put the bucket of water over the door and then somebody walks in? I feel like the only time I've tried to do that, it fell on me. And I feel like most people have that experience. Who've tried. I was wondering if anyone's ever like I feel like I've only seen that in like cartoons. Does anyone like do that in real life? Does, does anyone like do that on a regular basis? I don't think so. Um, I don't I mean, like I feel like maybe in like the 40s when like <laughs> like the cartoons that had that were like big. But um It'd be a funny roommate horror story if you had a roommate who did that to you like once a week. You kept putting like banana peels and drawing like uh, yeah. like train or, tunnels. Or like every night when you get home from work, just a bucket of water falling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a metal bucket of water too. It regularly hits you in the head and you like are bleeding. Yeah, see, I feel like that the, the bucket would probably hurt more than the the water well, yeah but i think you're, must, you're supposed well, to what if it falls like what if it doesn't even tip over and you just get hit by like by <laughs> just like a full bucket of water i think you would probably like cause some serious like head damage if that happened um, yeah yeah no i had this roommate who, hey don't try that's why they say don't try this at home yeah exactly no i have this roommate who keeps putting banana peels everywhere around the house so i keep slipping on them and he like keeps putting like like hitting me in the face with cream pies yeah, my roommate Donkey Kong. Uh, yeah, and he keeps spraying me with a flower that has seltzer in it. Yeah, uh, he keeps like Donkey Kong move. Yeah, he keeps tricking me to like smell the flower, but then he sprays me with water. Yeah, that'd be funny. Just a good old fashioned prankster roommate. <laughs> yeah, he's got one of those rings that shocks you when you shake his hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just has every yeah every prank in the book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got like a tie that spins around in a circle. And he goes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. a bow tie, not a not a regular tie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be cool, actually. I don't know. I think that'd add a little flavor to your life. I, I mean, I think it would at least make me not as bored all the time. So I hate being bored. If there's anything I don't want, it's be bored. Yeah, I, that's why I, I constantly need stimulants. I'm always going to GameStop. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, look, checking out all the Funko Pops there because usually like they sell more Funko Pops than games there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had. I remember they had a whole stand one time I was in there of like Conan O'Brien Funko Pop related <laughs> merchandise. Like it wasn't just the the Funko Pop. You could get like a T-shirt with the Conan O'Brien Funko Pop on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really cool which is like just so many layers removed from being like an actual thing (laughs) i think it's funny that i feel like conan o'brien is like the funko pop late night guy (laughs) (laughs) like when i think of funko pops i'm like yeah conan o'brien's probably probably one of those yeah he does like the comic con stuff and like yeah he's like I mean, the, I don't, the was it like the clueless, angry video game nerd or something? Yeah, he did do the angry video game nerd, didn't he? He is the angry video game <laughs> nerd. <laughs> yeah, he's like if Dark Side Phil, an angry video game nerd, had a baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, that, is that the same guy as Sexy Phil? No, that's wait, who's Sexy Phil? Phil Philip DeFranco. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, I was big into that guy when I was like in like eighth grade. Isn't he trying to be like a news guy now? Like he, he started like a news network. He's like <laughs> always trying to be like a news guy. Like DeFranco uh, Entertainment or something. It was something else when I was like a kid. It's yeah. it's also it's not sexy Phil. It's SXE Phil, which is straight edge Phil. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Uh, dude, I love kind this. Kind of part of that, part of the straight edge lifestyle. I love this photo of, uh, to type in SXE Phil and then go to images and <laughs> like it's the first one. This face that he's making is awesome. And he's got so much cool shit in the background, like a bender, like head. And it looks like a xenomorph from Alien. <laughs> I'm not seeing the same stuff as you are. I'm seeing like, uh, there's like a bunch of women. I'm just seeing more women than Phil. I don't know. I, I understand think, what. I think that's part of his whole thing is that he like, uh like puts women in his stuff so it looks so it gets clicks well it makes sense now that you said that he's uh he's straight edge because that's why he'd be a trustworthy news source because i don't want to get my news from anyone who might be under the influence of drugs no i oh i agree whenever i'm watching you know anderson cooper i'm like is anderson cooper on you know dmt right now he could be yeah i definitely don't want anderson cooper smoking that herb Mm -hmm. while he's doing it he was his 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 birth name was Philip James Franchini, so I guess he, so then he kind of went, he kind of went the DeFranco route. Yeah, which is just as Italian. He was like, "What do what does the YouTube community want? Well, who would they trust? DeFranco." Yeah, they're thinking. I'm thinking. I'm tr- I put my trust in DeFranco. Yeah, but the image I'm looking at is his image on his Wikipedia. And oh yeah, I'm seeing that now. That's a good face. His face is very good. Oh, he does have Bender. Back there. <laughs> former former friend of the show, Bender. Yeah, former friend. He's not no longer welcome on the show, unfortunately. No longer affiliated with the Bender the robot. Yeah, Bender and Eric Cartman are no longer friends of the show, unfortunately. We just found out about the vile things they both have done. Yeah, I like how it says filmography, 2007 to present, The Philip DeFranco Show, role host, episodes all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading some of the uh, the Wikipedia. And there, there's like, here's a sentence. In August, DeFranco conducted an experiment by uploading a video titled Big Boobs and You. The, vi- <laughs> the video's thumbnail was what the title described, except the image only flashed for a split second. The rest of the video con- video's content was DeFranco talking. It quickly <laughs> it quickly became his most successful video at the time with 1.8 million views. From then on, he changed his content to sex, gossip, and news. 
So yeah, well, the joke's on him. Uh, Philip DeFranco talking makes me far hornier than big boobs ever could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, I just I remember really enjoying his content when I was like thirteen, probably. And but he uh, was more like he was like the thinking man's Ray William Johnson. He kind of was, but yeah, <laughs> instead of memes, he talked about like how how both sides of the of the political spectrum are actually wrong. Yeah, what does he have an angle? Is he like a libertarian guy or something? I mean, he was kind of, from what I remember at least, he was like a, like a both sides kind of dude. Like yeah. he definitely was like left leaning, but he also was like one of the. He thought like make me a sandwich was really funny for a long time. I remember he had a shirt that said that. Oh yeah, okay, um, I see what you mean. Yeah, so I don't know. He's. he's well, like, I think this has his his catchphrases throughout time from from 2008 to 2011 his catchphrase was oh didn't see you there then from 2011 to 2016 it was sup nation then from 2016 to present it was sup you beautiful bastards oh that really makes me want to die uh, where, do, where are you even seeing this i don't see this at it's, all. In, it's in the info box up at the top the in, oh the right, yeah i see it right now. Side, yeah. <laughs> oh jesus yeah Just, yeah um not good pretty bad uh philly I, yeah i like that his nickname is philly d too that's pretty good yeah kind of like a philly ch- uh, sandwich yeah but he's from the bronx he is yeah, yeah. a bit of a rivalry there isn't that kind of new york and philadelphia kind of yeah specifically the bronx and philadelphia yeah well because bronx has uh probably their own their own style of sandwich yeah it's called the chopped cheese yep Yep. Okay. <laughs> I like that it says um, his, his bio, and it's in the early life section. Says he has a, he has a stepmother who works at a car dealership. <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's so awesome. Way to go, dude. <laughs> oh, no, he also lived in a car at one point. Maybe it was from that car dealership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a Pontiac Aztec that he bought from his mom nice yeah it's all it's all coming together now <laughs> oh my god do you want to do you want to go to the movie corner now i think we've done enough on philip defranco yeah we're, we're stepping out of the defranco corner and into the movie corner uh, yeah the defranco zone and into the the movie corner. <laughs> yeah. uh all right well th- this movie this week is mrs miniver from 1942 let me see if i can pull up some interesting facts about this movie Huge movie, huge movie from 1942. Yeah. Um, So when I type it in, it's so far been the only movie that has no information in like the sidebar when I type it in, like from Wikipedia. Yeah, I couldn't get a lot of like, I couldn't get the links to like iTunes and stuff. I had to like, I had to like manually put that stuff in. It didn't, it wasn't very friendly on Mrs. Miniver. This must be kind of like the green book of the 1940s. Yeah. It's, uh, it's starring, um, uh, Greer Garson and Walter Pigeon, which is great names. <laughs> great names, great actors. Yeah. Um, and the great f- stars, stars of the screen. It's apparently, it's the film shows how the life of an unamusing British housewife in rural England is touched by World War II, which seems like every movie from this era. Say so. unamusing or unassuming? Oh, unassuming. Oh, okay. I bet she's amusing. I mean, it has to be. I mean, a- that's what I was I was like, why would I watch a movie about an unamusing person? Yeah, I could look at myself in the freaking mirror for crying out loud yeah i'm trying to what kind of fucking name is greer greer <laughs> her, her her birth name was eileen evelyn greer garson so instead of two normal ass names she went by greer 
Yeah, of all the, th- the three choices, yeah, Eileen, Evelyn, or Greer, you got to go with Greer. Yeah. Oh, well, it's it was during wartime, so all the people with normal names were in the war. Hey, like that song "Life During Wartime" by the the Talking Heads. Yep. Yep. I remember that Talking Heads where they have those big suits on. Oh yeah, doing the big suit dance. Yeah, pretty cool. Dance. How'd they get those suits so big? No, because they they uh, they knew Kermit the Frog, and he knew a guy. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 start off this review. I'm gonna take this first one. Yep, it's from a, it's from Amazon and it's from a user named GOP Conserve, uh, <laughs> and their name they give it four stars and they say uh, good cost and quick service. I love when the cost is good. <laughs> yeah. I am giving this. Rate... I love to buy something and say good cost. <laughs> yeah, me too. Especially, I like telling that to the cashier. Yeah, uh, I am giving this rating for this DVD for a few reasons. One of the very reason one was of the very reasonable cost for the DVD. Another is because of the great condition of the DVD, and the third was due to how fast the response from order to delivery was. So That's this awesome. This guy can't friggin' believe how quickly that he's getting his DVDs from Amazon. <laughs> I just like I we've I think we've mentioned this at least once on every movie corner, but I just love that there's at least one review that somebody's like the the DVD was in great condition. Yeah, they're just impressed. Like, they're expecting it to like, be shattered into pieces. Well, it's like, I feel like DVDs are, like, one thing where it's, like, a pretty black and white condition kind of a thing. It's, like, it's either, it either works or it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, you can't, yeah, you don't get, like, a like a kind of beat up DVD and you're, like, well, the picture was kind of fuzzy, but it still works. Yeah, like, it's, it's, like, a pretty, it's, a, it's a digital platform, you know, either. Yeah, you know. I guess you could maybe argue that it, like, maybe skips, but I don't even know if that would ever be a thing on a DVD. But, but yeah, but I mean, usually, usually at that point, if the DVD starts skipping, you just like kind of can't watch the movie. Yeah, it's like that just like, means it's broken. <laughs> you can't really like power through it. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's name is, so this was posted in 2013. His name is GOP Conserve. Do you think at this point, is he a Trump guy or is he like a never Trump Republican? Well, in 2013, I would have imagined that he was probably like a Mitt Romney style guy. Like if he's a, watching, if he's watching a classic film like Mrs. Miniver. Yeah. Like he's probably like a Tea Party dude. Yeah. So do you think he did he jump on the Trump train or, or oh, not so much? Oh, duh. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, gotcha. Well, I think now he's absolutely a Trump guy, but I think back then he was probably a Tea Party style dude. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah. Do you want to take this next one from Shirley A. Maples? Yeah, Shirley says um, five stars. Uh, oldies but goodies. Um, any of the old time movies are the best really brings you back to the good old days the actors were some of the best just some of the best yeah some of them there's some other ones yeah but they were some of the best um yeah i really like that she says that any of the old time movies are really the best which would include stuff like birth of a nation which yeah. is a uh, pretty pretty interesting or like the jazz singer i think shirley's getting canceled right now I'm, I'm a, i might be canceling shirley on twitter.com right now Mm-hmm. I'm typing a tweet as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, some of I, I don't really know the Twitter voice, but it'd be like, uh, yeah, can we? It's problematic that some of y'all still stand Shirley, Shirley A. Maples, Maples in 2020. Uh, yeah, can we normalize old movies? Thanks. Yeah, why isn't that just in the past week? Everybody's been saying normalize yeah. stuff. <laughs> what? What, what is that doing? Are they? Are they like? Uh, what the heck is that? Mean? I only like doing things if it's normal, but. Um, 
I like the one that was like, can we please normalize rock music at Nigerian weddings, which is like such a specific thing. Yeah. I was like, did the, are, do Nigerian weddings not have rock music there? Also, rock music is probably the most broad a genre that you could have, you know, other yeah, than like yeah. maybe you should have said like Foo Fighters or something. Yeah. Or like whatever the fuck like band was playing in that video. Mm-hmm. I think it was um, I think it was uh, Foo Fighters. Yeah, it was Foo Fighters 2, actually. It's the one without David Grohl. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, this next review comes from Charles J. Dunn Jr. What's up with all these people with, like, four fucking names? <laughs> uh, and he gives it five stars and says, five stars, great World War II movie. And then B. Chandler responds and says, in your mind, what makes this movie great? <laughs> so he's, he's trying to get some conversation going, yeah. but that was the only comment, so... Yeah, I don't think Charles J. Dunn Jr. could figure out how to, like, reply to the comment. Yeah. Well, um, on that note, let's check the next uh, review, which is... Before we do that, that? I'd just like to comment that I really wish that there was a lot of... A lot more, like, flame wars going on in, like, the Amazon review comments. Like, about shit like politics or whatever. Yeah, the only thing that really comes up again and again is... A lot of people, like... If someone leaves a review that's like, oh, the the shipping was good or whatever... Or then someone will reply and be like, this is not for seller feedback. It's for reviewing the product or something. (laughs) People get pretty pissed about that. People people... love to gatekeep, I guess. Yeah, there is a lot of gatekeeping going on in the the Amazon comments. Yeah. Now take the next one. Yeah, so Graceful Owl says four stars. Um, Very nice movie. This was for a friend. We watched it and it was a very good movie. (laughs) I am glad she has good taste. And then we got a reply from uh, B. Chandler again, who uh, you might remember from the previous review. And B. Chandler says, uh, why did you pick this particular movie for your friend? (laughs) So he's really trying to get down to business, get the answers out of some people, you know. B. Chandler is just scrolling through the uh, Mrs. Miniver reviews on Amazon, trying to strike up some conversation. But once again, there was no response. I feel like on some of these older movies, too, I, I feel like B. Chandler has responded to people. Like on different reviews we've read. Yeah, I think B. Chandler is, um, you know, just hanging out on, on Amazon all day long. Yeah, just just responding to movie comments. And this particular one, it was two years ago, but the review was from seven years ago. So five years later, he was like, Let, let's get this. Let's keep this conversation going. Let's spark up a little bit of thought, you know? Yeah, keep the spark alive. Yeah. You know? The next review comes from B. McGill, and it says four stars. Uh, didn't win awards for nothing. So enough said. Yeah, I think it might have, but, you know, that's all right. Yeah, well, he thinks so. it's wor- worthy of its awards, but he still doesn't think it's worthy of a five star rating. So. Yeah, it's four stars, but, you know, it's, it didn't win its awards for nothing. You want to read? Although some people, isn't it weird how sometimes like people like like Roger Ebert was a four stars guy. He that was his he yeah. thought four was as high as it, it could go. So maybe B McGill is from the Ebert school of thought. That could be it. But I don't feel like you can't be from a different school. Like I feel like the schools of thought are limited to the services themselves, you know. Unless he's like making his own review website, I feel like you can't like just impose <laughs> yeah. your own star system. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You want to read Steve Cope? I would like to note that Steve Cope's is not a verified purchase. Yeah, that's a good point. They've <laughs> all been verified except for this. So mm-hmm. this is this could be a fake review. Yeah. 
So don't take let's take this with a grain of salt. Let's say. Yeah. Then maybe don't. What does that mean when people say grain of salt? Uh, I'll look that up and you uh you read the review. All right, Steve Cope says uh, five stars. Yay, Rhonda's happy. It made Rhonda happy, and that's all that matters. It was a long-time wish list item, and I'm glad it is off her list. That's Copenator out. <laughs> so Steve Cope, better known as the Copenator. The Copenator. Um, okay, so here's here's what uh, here's what take this with a grain of salt originated from. Says mm. the idea comes from the fact that food is more easily swallowed if taken with a small amount of salt. Pl- oh. Pliny the Elder, tra- who the fuck is Pliny the Elder? Uh, <laughs> translated an ancient text, which some have suggested was an antidote to poison, with the words "be fasting plus a grain of be taken fasting plus a grain of salt." Okay, that makes that clears it all up. Yeah, I guess it makes things easier to swallow. Is like the the the. Whatever. That's not really what people are saying. When they, I feel like when you use it, it's like to be cautious. Like, you're saying like don't, like don't tr- trust this, or like don't take. Isn't that aren't people? Don't people mean like don't take it at face value? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like that's not like what well, that means. Well, I'm now now I'm on the Wikipedia, uh, and it's yeah, it says an English idiom that means to view something with skepticism or not to interpret something literally. Oh, because maybe Piney the Elder. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be taken literally. I have yeah, it all comes back to that guy. I don't know. Ah, oh, fucking no, man. Well, this next one's kind of long. Um, do you want to read it or do you want me to? I'll take it. Okay. This is from NC Movie Fan. I assume that's uh, North Carolina. Yeah, another not verified purchase is what about the DVD itself? Five stars. Most people buying this movie have already seen it and love it and want to own it for repeated viewings. But I wish more people would review the DVD itself instead of just writing what most buyers already have said, that they love the movie. More important, in my opinion, (laughs) is letting us know before we buy what the quality of the product is. Is it a good transfer? What? Is there good enough contrast in the darker scenes of the movie? Is the audio quality what it should be? Has it been remastered so most of the defects have been resolved? This is what I want in a review. I already know I love the movie and that I want to own a copy myself, but is this a DVD I'm going to be glad I spent my money on? Well, that was a sentence, not a question. Actually, none of these have been questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to criticize. I can't spell today. Did not spell criticize correctly. <laughs> Uh, anyone who has written a glowing review of this movie in the review section, but telling us about the product itself, along with your feelings about the movie, would be a real help in the decision of whether or not to buy this particular DVD, not movie. I haven't hurt anyone's feeling. I hope I haven't hurt anyone's feelings because I love it, too, and believe every movie lover would want it in their collection. <laughs> So that wasn't a that wasn't a review. That was like a review of the review. Yeah, <laughs> I think it should be NC Review Fan. Yeah, what is NC Seventeen? Remember that? Yeah, that means no can do seventeen. <laughs> yeah, no can do if you're seventeen. Yeah, if you're younger or older though, they can do. Yeah, that's the, just means it's not appropriate for seventeen year olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You want to take the next review? It looks like it's from BestBuy.com. Um, I'm going to, I think this one's actually from eBay. Oh, Best Buy. We got a Best Buy one coming up in a couple, a couple reviews. Um, 
But this one's from Deb3301, who gives it five stars and says, um, Great movie commemorating World War II and all the sacrifices made. Uh, easy to... <laughs> 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 um, she says um easy to use and a group of seniors really enjoyed it oh my god what am i supposed to say about using a dvd you either use it or don't I said she kind of made my point you know earlier <laughs> yeah uh, it's, it's, actually it's yeah. pretty black or white it either works <laughs> or it doesn't but i guess in her case you either know how to use a dvd or you don't yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love it when a DVD is easy to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like hate it when I have those hard to use DVDs. Yeah, like the case is a little bit too hard to open. Yeah, sometimes they have those cases with the extra little tabs that you have to like. Yeah, yeah. you have to like yeah, crack them open. Uh, what or the it's fuck? hard to like pop it off the fi- the spindle thing because you think you're gonna like yeah, bend the disc yeah. in half. What the fuck is up with those like extra seal things on like DVDs? Like yeah, I honestly don't understand because the case already clicks shut. So why do you need to like put? It's like a it's like a briefcase or something. Why do some DVD cases have a latch? (laughs) Yeah, it's like they have like two latches on them. This one says opening locked DVD cases. (laughs) You can you can lock a DVD. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I got my locking DVD. Why does Disney use those locking DVD cases? Uh, says I. Is it so like kids? Is it so like ki- Is it like a medicine cabinet thing so kids can't get into like adult movies? Maybe, but I'm not too sure what's going. on. It says must be an American thing. They are standard DVD cases here. They do have the plastic slot thing with the security device that the store has to remove. Otherwise, the disc will be broken when you try to open it. What? What? <laughs> oh, he's talking about that thing on the outside of the DVD. Oh, that breaks the disc, though? I don't know. That was how it works. Yeah, I don't know. I think you can just run a lighter over that and it pops it off. Yeah. One of these people on this forum I'm looking at has a picture of Mickey Mouse dressed up in the Kingdom Hearts gear, which I think is pretty cool. So That's awesome. Yeah. I like when they... Um, I like the, some of the old DVDs that had like a... They had like a trip, like a like a cast bios or whatever, which was just like they. It was like before Wikipedia, you could just like read about like the director and the cast like on the menus. Yeah, that was cool. I that was cool. Like that's you know that's the that's my favorite way to get information. It's just the DVD menus themselves. I think I'm gonna get a DVD player and hook it up to my computer monitor. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I love I love a good. You can't go wrong with like a DVD player. Yeah, like a nice DVD player. <laughs> yeah, they have those like DVD games. Mm-hmm. Like deal or no deal DVD game. Yeah, seen it? Seen, seen it? seen it? Oh, I definitely seen remember it seeing it. Yeah, I had deal or no deal a DVD game. I did not, but yeah. I, I bet it was good. It was. It was okay. Um, the next review comes from Maddie Shoemaker. Maybe I don't know. Maddie Shoemaker. Uh, I don't know what fucking review website this is. This was like from a library or something. <laughs> I don't know what library, but it was just, it came up when I searched. Okay. Well, it's a five-star review. It says, oh my goodness, an amazing classic. It really sucks though, because after this movie was finished, Greer Garson actually married the guy that played her son in the movie. Yeah, that does suck. I don't know. What? what? (laughs) A classic though watch. Oh, a classic though watch. Okay. So why does that suck? Does she think that like... Did she not allowed to? Does she think that it was like her real son or yeah. something? Yeah, well, it's like, does she think that playing her son would automatically make them like actually husband and wife? Because she should check out the freaking pornos on Pornhub right now. 
I don't know anything about that. Oh man, they're they're all over the place with freaking. Oh my steps brother, did the mm-hmm. did my did my booty open? I don't know. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Let's just say that. I mean, I don't. This is secondhand experience. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is from Twitter.com. I heard I heard about it from John Grisham. <laughs> <laughs> I love that callback. Yeah, my, my my main guy for sicko correspondence is John Grisham. <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to take this next one from Borler Line? Yeah, so this is we're actually on Best Buy now. Yep. You can tell it's got those yellow stars just like the color of the Best Buy logo. And the blue too, the color of the shirt. Blue blue shirt, yeah. Um where's the geek squad, am I right? Hey, it got Bring out the VW bug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four stars. A great propaganda film. Oh, great. Um, this is a great film about an English family facing attacks on their home and way of life. Mrs. Miniver maintains a constant stiff upper lip in the face of all manner of German aggression Ugh. and sorts out controversy at the village flower competition, too. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm so glad they did it with the propaganda on this film. Yeah, that would certainly make me want to participate in some village flower competitions. Yeah, me too. Um, this next one's not really a review. Yeah, this is just a I, little bit I picked off of the IMDb page that I liked. Yeah, some taglines from Mrs. Miniver on the IMDb page says, showing all four taglines, voted the greatest movie ever made. So yeah, some of the posters just say that on it, and I don't know who voted or what... I guess what the, criteria they used for that. I guess the Academy probably did, huh? But is that's not how... Do they think that's how Best Picture works? That it it's the, means it's the best picture of all time? Yeah, I mean, it probably used to mean that. I don't know. Does it mean... Is, is the idea that every year we just push the cinematic art form even further so the most recent Best Picture supplants all previous Best Pictures? Yeah, I think that's what it means because it's like... You, that, yeah, because the next best picture just means that this is the best picture ever, because every year is better than the last one. Yeah, I mean, it's like video games. It's like, obviously, a game on the PS4 is going to be better than a game on the freaking ColecoVision. Yeah, for sure. I'm reading the Wikipedia now for opti- optical disc packaging. So Optimus Prime. Yeah. Uh, optical disc packaging is the packaging that accompanies CDs, DVDs, and other formats of optical discs. Most packaging is rigid or semi-rigid and is designed to protect the media from scratches and other type of exposure damage. Mm. So. That's good. Sure is. Sure I hate it when my media gets exposure damage. Yeah, me too. I'm using a digi sleeve right now. Um, <laughs> one of the things it says is a wallet is one of the things that comes in. So A wallet? I always keep my DVDs in my wallet. Yeah. I guess the, the name of the case... For like DVDs, it's called a keep case. When there's a whole other Wikipedia article for it. What about wasn't didn't they? What about clamshell? Was that for VHS or VHS tapes? I don't know if clamshell was one of them. I don't see. Maybe that's Compact Plus. I think that was a VHS thing, but I feel like it's the same concept. Well, there's Steelbook, which I know what those are because I have like anime games in those. Oh yeah, that's if it's a that's like the high the fancy edition. Yeah, that's the shit I buy my pre-orders or whatever for special editions of games. Yeah, that's so it'll like survive like a, you know, like a nuclear explosion or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, what do you say we get into the real reviews? The real reviews, the regular reviews. Yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm having a regular one right now. Yeah, freaking normal world. Okay. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> 
Well, it looks like we're starting off in a place called Trinidad Hair Systems. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that name. <laughs> yeah, this is in in Lincoln, Nebraska, the home of us. And uh, I guess technically my home's Omaha, but I live here. And uh, it's in, I think it's in the, yeah, it's in the Watchtower uh, strip mall, which we've talked about on this show before. Clock Tower. Clock, yeah. clock, clock Tower, not Watchtower. Uh, yeah, it's it's right next to Chopsticks Chinese Cuisine, and it's near George Gourmet Grill Clock Tower. So in case anybody wants to check that out. Yeah. Um, or Capital City Fitness and Performance. I love, I love, there's two things I like. It's fitness and it's performance. Yeah, I love it when they're together, too. Yeah. Okay, well, do you want to start us off with Thomas Hood? Yeah, Thomas is a local guide, and he gives five stars to Trinidad Hair Systems. <laughs> and he says, um, <laughs> uh, uh, my first hair cutting at this vendor resulted in a highly satisfactory result dude that sentence just makes me it makes it seem like he's trying so hard to sound smart <laughs> well it sounds like he's the kind of guy that would go that would get his haircut at a place called trinidad <laughs> hair systems. systems oh my god he's like i can't go to a barber i have to go to a a hair systems provider <laughs> yeah i got a hair system so <laughs> god damn uh i am pleased that the owner and decades experienced barber chose to cut my hair. Nice. Uh, he followed all of my preferences and the result is exactly what I hoped for. <laughs> I will continue having my hair cut at this establishment. Great people, great skill, enjoyable <laughs> atmosphere and interesting conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love, I love going to a, like a barber and being like, damn, you got some great skill. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's really, I like that it's, it's like, Avi is like not even a photo of him. It's like a drawing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a penciled sketch of himself. Yeah. I mean, if, if his hair looks anything like it does in this sketch, like it, it looks pretty good. Right. Dude, I'm looking at his, at his, at his reviews. It shows you how many views his photos have. He's got a total of 4,056,378 views on his photos. <laughs> How is that possible? He's only, he's only a level five local guy. That's he, not even that high. He only has 116 pictures, too. No, how does he have over 4 million photo views? I have no idea. They're all like, just for play because they're for places in Lincoln, which is in Omaha, which collectively probably have like less than 2 million people. I want to do a little bit of math here. 4,056,378 divided by 116. He's got a, an average of 34,968 <laughs> like photo views a picture. Because I want to, I seriously want to get to the bottom of this because that's like over, that's like twice as many people as even live in the state of Nebraska. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like if every single person in the state looked at his photos twice. I mean, he's got some pretty good photos. Like this, these pictures of Mr. Huiz are really, really good. Yeah, they are good photos. Like other than that, but like, can you look at the individual view count for each place? Probably not. No, it just shows you the total. I was how did how is it that big? <laughs> I have no. It's almost idea. like local restaurants. How are four million people looking at photos on local restaurants? I like the name of this one restaurant he took photos at. It's China One. China One. It's number yeah, one. It's the first China. I, I like. I'm really confused too. Like he seems like he's like a food photographer because he has so many photos of different plates. Yeah, he also has a lot of photos at Limitless Male Medical Clinic. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Sounds like like a 
like a testosterone kind of a boosting kind of a situation. He's got a couple of photos of the post office. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those are the ones that have 4 million views. <laughs> I am so baffled by how he has so many photo views. Yeah. <laughs> that is very strange. Very weird. Very weird guy, Thomas Hood. Yeah, shout out to Thomas. Yeah, his um, his, his other reviews, I was just scrolling through, they're all just like really wordy, just like that one was. Yeah, probably talk, like, talking like shit, too. Yeah. I'm going to sort by views. Oh, I can't. It like fucks up. I wonder, if it's just, I wonder if it's a glitch. I like how it's got to be. I like how his review of Amigos, which is like a local Mexican place. There's one photo of the food and there's one photo of the restaurant and parked out right in front is a um, is a is like an SUV with, with like a ton of like military bumper stickers yeah, on I it. Saw that. And like that looks like that's like the focus of the photo. So I wonder if that's I think that's his car. Uh, it could be. I'm okay. So while I was trying to figure out how to see all of Thomas Hood's views, it like literally like made all my both my screens go black and like it froze <laughs> my whole computer for a second. So, <laughs> and it's not like I have a bad computer. It's like it, that. That was very strange. <laughs> like that, Thomas has he's got his photos are too powerful. Yeah. Well, now my all my Google screens were like just black screens. <laughs> They're so good. You need a. You need a. There's, there's not even a graphics card that exists that uh, can, that can like handle crisis came out yeah okay well let's go to the next review here from brian stambuck uh i think it's on me but i my shit's not loading so oh okay brian says four stars and he just says um oh, nice cut good price pretty good all right well um some a couple of weeks ago it was my computer that like was having a virus. Now it sounds like it's yours. Well, mine's fine now. It just for whatever reason wouldn't load. Like the feds down. are trying to bring the show down. Yeah. The Edward Snowden's poking around in our computer. I blame fucking Thomas Hood. I think he was he's doing some like tricky shit to inflate his numbers, and I was yeah, trying yeah. To, <laughs> I was trying to get to the bottom of it. He started to hack me anonymous style. Thomas Hood is like the Barry Bonds of Google Maps. <laughs> he's doing performance enhancing views. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're now we're on Google DC, which is is in Washington DC and is presumably the Google office there. Yeah, uh, and we're starting off with Darcy Jordan, who gives it one star and says, "Google keeps hacking me from this location." <laughs> <laughs> Hate it when that happens. Yeah, me too. Um, and then we got one from uh, oh, this is a three star from Samet Anjan. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. And it's um, this is it's translated from I don't know what language that is, but it was translated. I think it's well. Polish. It's Polish. Okay, it says um, Google should give. It's a three star review, and he says um, Google should give local guides a real badge. <laughs> if I if I come to the last level, I want a small reward that I cannot buy with money. I want a badge that I can wear on my jacket. Jesus. Um, by the way, it's Turkish. I looked at it. Turkish. Up. Mm -hmm. So he's only he's only a level seven local guide, which I feel like I don't know what the last level is, but I feel like he's getting ahead of himself. He's already talking about getting a badge that he can wear on his jacket. Yeah, I really wish that I knew what the the level cap for Google uh, local guides were. <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen higher ones than that, but I don't oh, we definitely have. Where the how far it goes? I'm really confused. You know, look at this other guy who's got like sixty thousand contributions, but he hasn't even opted into the local guide system, so he's not even on the local guide radar. 
That's so messed up that you. I mean, everybody should opt into the the local guide system. What have I been saying? I'm really confused as to how turkey works. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I, I thought there yeah, was like it's a Thanksgiving treat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It takes a long time to cook. No, there's like a a line that went through the middle of Istanbul, and I thought it was like a border, but it's a uh, like one of those like like sea lines or whatever, like a trade route. I love like that. The, like that you see in like Civilization Five. I love Civilization. Yeah, me too. I, I love. love I love any Civilization. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, man. Um, you know, you roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good game. That'd be funny if you could roller coaster tycoon, and like if they made like a combination of Civilization and roller coaster tycoon, and you could like cover the entire world with roller coasters. That would be pretty good. <laughs> you could like do a roller coaster like government. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would love doing that. Um, okay, do you want to go to the listener reviews? We have a bunch for Redbox. Um, yeah, shout and, out to the listeners for coming through on on my specific request. Yeah, you're always always doing the Lord's work with Nolan's requests. Um, let's start the off with the, one, the Redbox challenge. The Redbox challenge. What would the Redbox challenge be? Could we get that going viral? You go and you uh, you rent a movie from Redbox, but it's on TikTok. <laughs> yeah well you could do like you could do like you put it back and it's a different one or something like you've you know or like you rent a movie from redbox but then but you go to redbox naked oh that's a good redbox challenge Mm -hmm. uh but you have to be over 18 to do that so yeah no but we could get something going where like you um you like burn a different like a new dvd but you put the same label on it but actually on the dvd is like um what is like you know like uh, something really funny? Yeah, like a big penis. Yep, the penis movie. Yeah, the penis movie, and then you return that to Redbox, and then you get mad when they say you can't do that. Yep. Yep. Okay, so this review comes from Banana Hammock, and it's for Redbox in Lowell, Massachusetts, and it says TLDR Daryl Redbox review ruse. So Daryl Mick says five stars. It was awesome. The people were nice and the atmosphere was amazing. Oh, wait, it's a machine outside in the freezing cold. LMAO. Damn, he had me going. Yeah, I thought it was. I was like, what? This doesn't sound like any red box I've been to because most the most of the red box I've been to are outside in the freezing cold. It'd be funny if they made a red box that was like big enough. You could go inside it. Yeah. And it had like a store clerk. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. It was like yeah, the size of like a of like a store, and like maybe they could change the lo- the lo- the color scheme, and it'd be like blue, and they could change the name, and it'd be like blockbuster. blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking they could do that, or just make a big red box that you can go into. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think he's kind of taking us for a ride there. I don't think I think he's kind of joking. Even though I've I don't think I've ever been to a red box that was outside. Most of them were like in the like vestibule, walking into a Walmart. Yeah, the ones at Walgreens are outside. Oh, I okay. I forget about those. Yeah, I, what if um, I wish I had a red box in my house. Yeah, me too. I wish that I got a red box in my house, and every every time I went a movie, it was free. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. You know, that it used to be like people would be like, "Oh, I wish I had a um, I wish I had a uh, like a pinball in my house," and now it's like I wish I had a red box. Yeah, that's house. what all the all the Gen Z people are saying. I wish I had a. Wish I had my own red box. 
Yeah, it'd be like that you go to like the rich kid at school, like you go to his house after school and you're like, whoa, Tommy has a red box in his house. <laughs> we literally went over to Tommy's house and he literally had a red box in his basement. It'd be funny if you thought if that was like the like the the best way to like get movies. Yeah, and he was like, he still had to pay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Manana Hammock, for that. We got a bunch from Gavin here. It says, I'm sure you're getting a million Redbox reviews, but my man Rick has reviewed almost every Redbox in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Let's see what he loves about Redbox and ways he that he thinks their services can improve. <laughs> this is awesome. He's got 2,047 reviews. Damn, I hope they're all Redbox. Yeah, me too. Uh, do you want to take this one from Rick Phillips? Yeah, so Rick is a he's a pretty high level local guy because you can see his star there. I can't tell how many points. I think it's like a nine point star, maybe nine. I think it's more than that. It looks like it's like twelve. Oh shit! I think you're right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think it's ten actually. No, we were almost right. Yeah, uh, Rick says five stars. Um, hey, Redbox is great. You stick in your card, pick out a movie, take it home, and then when you're done, you drop it back off. No people involved, just yourself. The movies are great, and my only complaint is that it doesn't sell popcorn. Dude, this was two years ago when he said this. Like, Amazon Prime <laughs> rentals have been around for, like, ever. I mean, yeah. iTunes <laughs> rentals have been around since, like, 2005. Like, That's really funny. Like, Redbox has been so outdated for so long. <laughs> like, well, I think he's on to something with the popcorn thing, but what if what if they did, like, a combination of, like, a Redbox and, like, a Coca-Cola freestyle machine? Oh, that would be awesome. Where you could, like, pick your own, like, custom movie, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get like you put like different scenes from different, like <laughs> remix your own movie. It's like you, you're just like a yeah, it just has like a Adobe Adobe Premiere software yeah, on the but screen. I was gonna say it was more like the Nickelodeon Movie Maker thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see, what's Rick's next review? Rick says, <laughs> Rick says, <laughs> five stars. You have to love Redbox. You don't have to go into a store. You don't have to spend an hour searching for the right video. You just walk up to this little red box, see what, movie, <laughs> see what movies are for offer, insert your card, press the number of the movie you want, which almost sounds like press the number of movies that you want. Like, I want four copies of this movie. Well, it sounds like he's, he sounds like he thinks it's like a vending machine where you're like, you have to press like B5 and then it drops down. <laughs> yeah, it's not that you tap the movie and then put your card in and you're on and you're on your way. Plus, you can take back the movie at any other red box. Uh, you happen to be nearby. I just wish they sold they sold popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> He's really he loves really that line. Popcorn. He loves that line, dude. <laughs> it's a what can I say? It's a good closer. <laughs> it is. I feel like he's like a red box representative. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just going around telling all his friends about red. He goes door to door saying like, "Hey, have you guys heard about red box?" Yeah, he's a red box brand ambassador. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be really funny if like if like somehow Redbox had gotten like so much venture capital funding that there was like a Redbox on like every block <laughs> in America. I mean, when it was big, like, there basically was. Like, yeah. <laughs> It'd be really funny if it was just in like in, like, you know, like neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like the 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 lending library things that are in like some neighborhoods or whatever with the Yeah, yeah, like those, but it's just like yeah, there's just people just have Redbox like in their <laughs> front yard. <laughs> That's really good. Do you want to read the next one from Rick Phillips? Yeah, so Rick uh, Phillips says... Uh, 
<laughs> Rick says um, five stars. Uh, I love Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fuck, dude. Uh, it, says, um, <laughs> it is a movie rental kiosk that, that is self-serve. Uh, <laughs> Jesus you, Christ. You stick in your card. He loves he loves sticking in his he card. Loves, I love that he just loves breaking down the process of what you do with the red box. Like. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you stick in your card. What's the number of the movie you want? <laughs> take it home and watch it and return it to any other red box you go to if you decide you want to keep it it will automatically be charged to your card i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that you could just you could just like buy (laughs) stuff i was like I, i think it's funny the way he like 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 frames it almost seems like it like red box has like a chip in your brain that like when the moment <laughs> you decide that you want to keep it your card automatically gets charged for the for buying it right it's like yeah i think i want to keep this movie and red box like charging uh apple wallet card yeah it's funny to be like yeah you know i, I honestly i like this movie enough i want to add it to my dvd library i'm gonna put it on the shelf in that little in the little red box sleeve <laughs> yeah. and just be, you know honestly if I, since I didn't know that was an option, but you could actually do that and just start creating your own red box. At you home. could. You could make homemade red box. Yeah. Well, I, I was sort of thinking that with the when he says the number, I keep thinking about vending machines. Like, what if you made your own red box and you just had like a candy like vending machine, <laughs> and like, but you just put like the red box yeah, discs in where DVDs like the M and M's would be, and they kept falling and shattering. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. The next one also comes from Rick Phillips and says five stars. Redbox carries all of the latest releases as well as blockbusters from the past. Hey man, I don't think you can use that one in your ad for Redbox. Yeah. Um you can pick lawsuit up lawsuit. Yeah, going. lawsuit. You can pick up your your favorite movie. He's gonna, he's gonna get sued by the last remaining blockbuster <laughs> in like Bend, Oregon. Yeah. You can pick up your favorite movie anytime. All you have to do is put in your card and <laughs> enter the number of the movie you want and out of pops. What? And out of pops. Out it pops is probably what he meant. Uh, yeah. The only thing I don't like about Redbox is that they don't serve popcorn. There it is. There it is. Rick is Rick is great. What a fucking just just weirdo dude i feel like has has he even used a red box because you don't know, you don't yeah, enter a not, number that's not how it works there's no number involved it's a you, touch screen and you touch the fucking movie you want and then you put your card in like you don't put your card in first it's not like a it's it, it's not like a gas station <laughs> <laughs> that's another good one what if it, it was they combine a gas pump and a red box oh that would be really you could get your movies and but they know they did that with gas station tv Oh, gas station TV, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm always, you know me, I'm always out, uh, just, I always drive my car as much as possible, just all day long, so I can get back, right back to the gas station and watch more yeah. gas station TV, because that's the only way I can stay informed, you know? I don't have a TV at home, so the only way I kind of learn about the latest headlines and stuff is from gas station TV. Dude, I was at a gas station, they were playing gas station TV, and they were literally playing tasty videos on it. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Um, do you want to read the next Rick Phillips review? 
Yeah, I wish I could get gas station TV in my house. Do they have it on like like Dish Network? Or yeah, something? they have. Yeah, you can get gas station TV on Dish, Dish Network. Uh, you can also get uh, Walmart Radio on XM. Uh, or sorry, yeah. Sirius XM. Yeah, yeah, where they always play like the motivational messages <laughs> to, about how the employees are doing a great job. Yeah, or whatever. I was just I mean, when I was at Walmart the other day, I uh, yeah overheard on the loudspeaker that's. Like, like, yeah, this one goes out to all my people in the night crew. What's up? Let's keep going. Yeah, it seems like when you're there at night, they, the Walmart radio gets increasingly targeted towards the employees and not the customers. This was, this was like the middle of the day, though. I was like really oh, wow. curious why they were playing it. I mean, maybe it was for a different time zone. Like maybe it was like a like an Australian Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Walmart radio is global. Yeah, it is. Um, We got... Uh, uh, I guess there's a couple more from Rick yet. Yeah. So, he's, it's, uh, he reviewed every red box. Every red box in, is this in Oklahoma City or yeah. something? Yeah. Um, he says, uh, this is actually a, maybe his longest one yet. Yeah. <laughs> he says, um, five stars. I love red box. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, the guy who invented it is rigging in money by the bucket full before you move on i really am perplexed by his sentence structure here the guy who invented it <laughs> comma is rigging in money by the bucket full why is the comma there for <laughs> it's really weird anyway keep going yeah i like to imagine there's like there's one guy who invented red box and he always goes around himself with a bucket to every red box and just opens it opens it up and just shovels all the money mm -hmm. in you know that's what I would do if I invented Red Box. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to go into a store. You don't have to wait in line. That's, well, you wouldn't wait in line true. if there was a line. If there's a line for the Red Box, you would. Yeah. Although I, I can't say I've ever actually seen a line for a Red Box. I have, but that's just because I worked at Walmart and worked in like that vestibule, so I saw a lot yeah, of okay. Uh, you, you saw it all. Yeah, and it was also like right when Red Box was like a big thing. This is not two years ago, so. I mean, yeah, yeah, these are all from two years ago, which is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, see, I feel like Redbox, like, I don't actually, I, I actually don't know. I, just, I still, I feel like I never see people using Redbox, so I just assume that it sort of passes prime. But are, 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 do you think they're actually, like, struggling as a company, or is it still? I'll look it up. Redbox stock. Because, like, like, just me personally, I feel like I've used it, Redbox maybe, like, twice in my life. Hang on, I'm getting a stock quote for Redbox. Yeah, are they on the NYSE? No, never mind. Their parent company is going private. <laughs> so okay. they're not doing good. No, they went private in 2016. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, it'd be funny if the company doesn't even exist anymore, but all the machines are just still out there <laughs> just renting out movies forever. Yeah, it's the yeah, the guy keeps going around just pouring money in it. Yeah, yeah. Um he says, uh, you don't have to wait in line. All you have to do is stick your car into a slot. God damn. <laughs> which he loves doing. <laughs> and presto out come the latest movies and you can simply take them home and watch them <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't even he skipped the thing about putting the number this yeah, time yeah he just it just comes out now it doesn't you just put your card in and the latest movies just come out or come right out <laughs> uh, they, they just come shooting out <laughs> they're, they're still, like out of a fucking barrel of a shotgun yeah <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny like a, a malfunctioning red box machine is just <laughs> blasting dvds out <laughs> like out. frisbees yeah. uh then when you're done you you simply drop them back off at the nearest red box machine 
there's only one thing I don't like about Redbox, and at this point, I think our listeners may be able to guess. Uh, they don't sell popcorn. <laughs> He loves that joke, dude. This is the same thing as that, like, uh, that Amy Klobuchar thing where she kept saying the same thing about her hair in a blizzard or whatever. Yeah, I wonder how... I'd like to see how your hair would yeah. fare in a blizzard. <laughs> is, did my mic get really quiet? That sounded good to me. I don't okay. know. It just the waveform was really, really small. Suddenly. Damn. Maybe I'm just sounds not... Like, sounds, like to, sounds like you need to... Uh, can we normalize this waveform? <laughs> Trust me, I plan on doing that. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, Let's go to the next one here. Oh, I just had a brain, a quick brain blast though. What would actually make a lot more sense would be if they did Redbox, but for like porn movies. Yeah, well, because isn't that because that's when you don't want to interact with somebody. That's when you want to do it discreetly. I don't, I don't care if anybody knows that I'm renting, you know, uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, but I feel like people will still see you at the porn box or whatever. <laughs> porn box. Well, they, well, how about they do, they do both then? Okay. And yeah, if they combine it, like, yeah, because then you could say, oh, I'm just trying to pick out the new, uh, the new uh, Incredibles movie. Yeah. Well, and they, well, it would work well with the the porn parody concept because then there could be like a big thing to rent like um both movies uh, to rent like the re- the regular movie mm-hmm. which is um like you know avengers uh uh thanos yeah. edition and there's like a tiny little thing in the corner that's like rent like um the um, porn. help me out here what would be a what would be the parody uh of ass ventures in game and it, in, yeah. in yeah um, no, I think it'd be in cool the if they started selling DVD two packs, but they had the regular movie and then the porn parody. Yeah, two. Di- they got to honestly. We they need to bring back the two disc special edition. I feel like that's something that's really fallen by the wayside. Yeah. That'd be a way to bring it back. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so we got another review from Rick Phillips. It says five stars. You can pick up the latest releases, <laughs> old favorites, for a small price. Keep them as long as you want, then take them back. If you keep them too long, you have to pay extra. I only wish they sold popcorn. <laughs> God damn, dude. Does he have more of these? How about the fucking... Okay, he's got one more. And this one is from a different user. So this is the last... That was the last... Uh, the last of Rick's yeah. reviews. But presumably this is still on a red box. Do you want to take this review, Nolan? Yeah, it's from Mommy Mammy Meeks. And her picture, she's got like a cool like like mask on. Yeah, like a like a, like a burglar. Yeah, burglar mask. There you go. And she's a local guide, and she says three stars. Love the perks. Yep. What a I you can't not love those perks. I like the perks, but there's one perk I wish that they had. Well, yeah, I wish they sold popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to read those ones that Kraus sent. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Thank, uh, thanks, Gavin. Yeah, Those thanks, Gavin. Those were awesome. So, hey, oh, and thank you, Rick. Yeah, so Kraus DM'd us. Well, they DM'd us a couple of times. There was one uh, from a couple of weeks ago that they DM'd us that was that I thought was really good, but I didn't really know how to do it since it's kind of a visual thing. Um, but it says that the, the, there's like a, a, a tweet that says, choose your fighter, and one's like a big cum burger, and the other one's like a huge tomato. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says, Wendy's better count their fucking days. I ain't nor- order no fucking tomato-nator. And it's like a tomato that looks like they just cut half the tomato and put it on the sandwich. And then the other one says, I said a little extra mayo, not a damn McCum sandwich. Fuck McDonald's. So. And it's a lot of, ma- a lot of mayonnaise mm-hmm. on there. 
which which some might say looks like something else. Yeah, it looks like something dirty. But uh, so Kraus also sent this yesterday. Uh, it's a link to a tweet that says, this king is preventing Wendy's from registering their trademark in Europe, thus making it basically impossible for from opening restaurants here. And some people are not coping well. So the the name of the <laughs> restaurant that is like has the Wendy's copyright in uh, in England or in Europe is a, a restaurant called Wendy's Fish and Chips. Uh, let's see. Here's some reviews. One from Michael McCulloch, who says one star. Because of this, there's no Wendy's in Europe. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you have this open or you want me to read all of them? Yeah, I do. Then this, We got one from Space Ghost, like the guy from the show. Mm -hmm. And he says, one star, just closed down already. Yeah. Uh, the next one's from Yugo Yugo that says one star. Do me idiot. Oh, sorry. That's the. There's a translation. <laughs> yeah. uh, it says, uh, it says, stupid idiot. You go bankrupt or change your name so real Wendy's can come. Uh, ugly fat bum. <laughs> People are pissed off about this. Is this real? I just can't believe this is real. Is this yeah, I think really it's real. keeping the entire. Why can't they just call it something else? Why can't they just call it like. Oh, well, that's uh, what Burger King had to do in Australia, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They could come up with a new name for Wendy's. Maybe, and be like, maybe uh, Dave Thomas just doesn't want to do that. Yeah, because that would be offensive to his, his, his daughter. daughter. Yeah, He doesn't want to have to rename his daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you want to read this last one? Yeah, this is from Eric Neefs, who says, uh, one star, ridiculous. This has nothing to do with the real Wendy's. Just a chip shop where we have too much of it already. <laughs> Also sad that the owner keeps the real Wendy's from coming to the Netherlands, and that has 22 <laughs> thumbs up. So yeah, people really want Wendy's to open up. And uh, that's crazy that that's really that's really keeping this this multinational uh, fast food place from going to the Netherlands. Yeah, damn, people are really are really not don't really understand what I'm saying when I said you wish you would have included the dead dog. I'm just looking at the notifications on Twitter now. <laughs> Yeah, people are freaking out about that dead dog Yeah, they're like, situation. the what? Please elaborate. Did we, did we talk? I feel like we talked about that off mic. We did. It's just, I don't want to talk too much about it just because it's Nico's thing, but. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about it on, um, if they come on the show. Yeah, which, which they want to, so we'll get them on. Yeah. Anyway, I think that'll do it for the show today. I am so fucking tired. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it takes, hey, uh, uh, sorry. It's okay. I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go edit this episode. Then maybe go take a freaking go to to bed. You know what I'm saying? I've heard of it. Uh, heard of it? Like the beam with Dasha from whatever. Yeah, the meme with um, uh, is it with the? It's condescending Wonka, and he's saying um, he's saying uh, I don't know what that guy says. Oh yeah, I love condescending Wonka. <laughs> isn't it sarcastic I can't stop looking i cannot stop looking at condescending wonka memes is it is it is getting, that what it is getting, or isn't written it sarcastic? My, getting written up by my boss for the fifth time today because i won't stop browsing condescending wonka memes on company time so you're supposed so you're surprised something isn't fair is this your first time out of the house that's the first that, one that comes you up on google yeah yeah Oh, you signed a petition to tell your governor not to attack Syria and Iran? I'm sure they'll listen. Wow, that's... I like this one that says, um, uh, You replaced your DVD collection with Blu-ray? Tell me more about your financial troubles. So you just graduated? You must know everything. Oh, that's a good one. 
you created a meme. You must be the the next Sir Khan. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Uh, oh, you're 13. I don't really like that one. Uh, you used a meme to insult people. You must feel so clever. That was sort of like a like a like, like a joke about the joke. Meta a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you built a sarcastic meme to offer your opinion. You must have me confused with someone who cares. So that's kind of a joke about the joke too. Damn, that's crazy. Condescending Wonka is kind of the next frontier of comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty, pretty big in it. I think it isn't it. Is it sarcastic Wonka or condescending? Because I've searched sarcastic Wonka, came with the same thing. I don't know. I um, I think I think it's a regional thing. Oh yeah, because I was born on the uh, east side of the mis- of the Platte River, and you were born on the west side of the Platte River, so it's kind of a. Different, yeah, different yeah. Uh, dial, local dialects about, <laughs> about Wonka. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's well, my I, favorite part of the Wonka movie is when he gets all condescending. <laughs> yeah, I definitely remember that when when Gene Wilder goes mad with being condescending. Yeah, oh, here's one for you right now, yeah. actually. This is for you right now, Jack. It says, you know, this isn't really even the right format, but it says, you know you're old when you get ready for bed at the same time you used to get ready to go out. Oh, yeah, except it's fucking Monday, and I definitely never went out on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's not like a, a Wonka meme. That's like a boomer, like, Facebook yeah, t-shirt or something. That's, yeah, not, uh, yeah, I would say probably wrong format. But anyway, that'll do it for the, vi- for I said the video. The, the pod- video. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> episode. What if it was a? It was like we should do a vodcast. A vodcast, yeah. Where we drink vodka. Yeah, <laughs> the vodcast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, has anybody done? Has I'm sure. I am sure that's a thing. The vodcast. <laughs> Let's see. But it's spelled with a K, so you know it's supposed to be vodka. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a record label apparently in uh, in Georgia, the country of Georgia. I don't, so there is definitely a YouTube guy named Manchester Music who has an episode or has at least two episodes of the vodcast, <laughs> the vodcast. where it's him just drinking vodka in front of his computer. <laughs> so damn can't uh, somebody already beat us to it. Yeah. On oh, there's another guy that says the vodcast, <laughs> the teleportal ist. I don't know what that is. Okay. And that's awesome. So shout out to Vodka. Drink some vodka this week. Yeah, have some vodka. Okay. See you on the next the next episode. Goodbye.